0: Today is May 13th, and you're listening to Born on This Day, and I'm Marco Gimpano, one of the hosts. And I'm Bill Antonio, your co-host. Amazing. Bill, you you always impress me with your movie, film, and celebrity knowledge. Mm -hmm. Let's see if you'll do that today.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll try. You know, people think it's because I have a really big brain. It's actually because I have a really big head that's empty, and I have nothing else (laughs) in it but movie stuff. So, you know, this is the only opportunity I have to impress anybody.
0: I'm going to hazard to guess today is the birthday of one star that you really enjoy. Oh, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Oh yeah, I know who you I know who it is that you're thinking of, but let's start at the top of the list. All right. right. She was nominated for two Oscars and she was at the top of her career when an accident caused her to have a stroke and forced her to leave the business for a few years. Thankfully, Samantha Morton is back and better than ever, born on this day in Nottingham in 1977. She is a third child. Oh, okay. As are you. Is that why you mentioned
0: that? No, no, but it'll play in a little bit.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, Moving on then. The star of Twilight has gone on to become the darling of many a great art house auteur in films like High Life and The Lost City of Zed, most recently in The Lighthouse. Heartthrob and future Batman Robert Pattinson was born on this day in 1986 in London.
0: Another third child. Oh, good Lord. Okay. But Bill, The Lighthouse, you really love that film, right? I love
1: that film. Yeah. It's
0: on Amazon Prime now for all you out there. Yeah. I know that because I am a big fan of your podcast, Bad Game Movies, BGM, and you mentioned it on there a couple of times, and I'm like, i got to see that film because Bill recommends it.
1: Glad to know that my recommendation carries weight.
0: Listen, I'm a big fan. (sighs) Well...
1: That's nice of you. All right. Moving on before my head gets even bigger. All right. The great Harvey Keitel became known for his work in Scorsese films in the 70s before an Oscar nomination for Bugsy and his triumph in Abel Ferrara's Bad Lieutenant in 1992. The Brooklyn native celebrates his 81st birthday today. I had no idea he was that old.
0: I know. He, he always looks that good. that old.
1: Yeah. He looks the same. He's just whiter. Like
0: he's got I, whiter he, hair. That's it. He had a small part in The Irishman and he looked yeah. great in that too. Fantastic. He looked spiffy. Yeah. I wonder if he looks so great because at the age of 16, he enlisted in the Marines, which oh. took him to Lebanon during Operation Blue Bat. Interesting.
1: Yeah. But more important, is he also a third child? No. Oh, all
0: right. Unfortunately, well, then, then there's, him? there's no more, at least not to my knowledge, there's no more third children in oh. my list. All right. So you've ruined that pattern. <laughs> I, all you, right. You'd think I would have found a third one just to have three, but you no, know, I didn't. <laughs> Here's another
1: one for you kids out there. Born today in New York City in 1986, Lena Dunham won over the art house world with her film Tiny Furniture before her HBO series Girls made her
0: a household name. In April 2016, she wrote in support of Hillary Clinton, and she pledged that she would move to Vancouver if Donald Trump won the election. I don't know if she's there now, but uh, she might be eating her words a bit. Yeah. All
1: right, so next up we have what I'm pretty sure is what Marco thinks is uh, my favorite on this list.
0: Look, if she's not your favorite, she's definitely mine. (laughs) I know, she probably is my favorite. Whether
1: you know her as Maude or as Dorothy's Bornack on The Golden Girls, there's no denying that Emmy winner Bea Arthur is still internationally famous more than a decade after her death. The New York City-born actress was born on this day in 1922. Wow. Okay,
0: so Bill, she has one of my favorite cameos ever. And it's in Mel Brooks's History of the World Part One. Oh, is the woman who's running that, um, she's like running a snack bar stand or something? She's, I think, uh, giving out like unemployment. right. uh, Bags of money or whatever it is. I can't say what she says because it has an expletive in it, but I'm impressed that you knew that bill. So obscure, so awesome.
1: Well, listen, if a member of the Golden Girls is going to show up in a movie, I'm going to notice. Was she your favorite golden girl is the question that comes to mind. I never had a favorite. I always genuinely loved them all equally. I could never have a favorite. That show was, uh, uh, I know that you've often said that that's a show that you love to watch to help you fall asleep, which makes perfect sense. Um, And I know that it's not because you find it boring, but because it has a kind of like audio rhythm to it that you're accustomed to um,
0: yeah in, in some ways it was the inspiration for my podcast the insomnia project right because i know that if you have something that calms you that yeah. uh can make you sort of drift off uh for me it's the golden girls because i've seen every episode that's and right for me it's calming and but i, to- I, re- I
1: totally get it because i have often because i have loved that show since i was a kid i have also seen every episode a million times and i have often been soothed in during periods of Uh, unhappiness uh, or um, just uh, stressful times by watching that show. It helps. It makes me feel like I'm a kid again. It gives me the feeling that you get when you're like at your grandmother's or, uh, you know, that sort of thing.
0: So then the question I asked you wasn't fair. Who is your favorite Golden Girl? But maybe this question is more fair. What is your favorite Golden Girl episode? (sighs) I don't know. I, I would have to think about that because there's so many of them that
1: I do love, but I'd say that the sweet spot of that show is like the first to the third season.
0: Okay, <laughs> there you go. If you, like if you haven't watched the television series The Golden Girls, yeah. go out. And rent it, buy it, or find it because it is just awesome. Absolutely!
1: Oh, you know what might be my favorite? I love the episode where Rose wrote a letter to Gorbachev. I always okay. loved that episode because it was really—it was—it's a, a very funny episode. But at the end, Blanche reads the letter that Rose wrote, and you understand why Gorbachev thought it was written by a nine-year-old child. But it also makes you love Rose for exactly who she is. So I'll say that there, that's probably my favorite. There you go. Thanks, yeah. Bill. All right, now that we've spent four hours on the Golden Girls, let's move on to a lesser-known actress, but someone I think is really talented. She was also born in New York City, but she's been a British citizen since 2000. Zoe Wanamaker has appeared in numerous films, including the Harry Potter series and in My Week with Marilyn. She was born
0: on this day in 1949. She was appointed a commander of the Order of the British Empire as well. Yeah. Which is really amazing for someone born in New York. Yeah, I always thought that was a title that would only go to Brits. But maybe because she's a citizen. I think it's knighthood and damehood Where I'm making a mistake, yeah. Okay.
1: All right, moving on. Siobhan Fallon Hogan has been in so many movies, it's impossible to say what you'd know her best for. For many, she's the bus driver from Forrest Gump. For others, she's the prison guard in Dancer in the Dark. Either way, she celebrates her 59th birthday today, hailing from Syracuse, New York.
0: Oh, awesome. Yeah. I love Syracuse, New York. I've never been. It's it's wonderful. It's just a great yeah. town. Yeah. Also born in New York City on this
1: day in 1956 is Fred Melamed, who's been on film since the early 80s, but his face has become better known more recently for his work in films like uh, In a World
0: and A Serious Man. Okay, so he is the guy that you see in everything, but you don't know his name. Yeah, Absolutely. Yep. That's how I feel about him. He's one of those character actors that you're like, oh, that guy. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Fred. And if it wasn't
1: for Daniel Krolik, my co-star in BGM, I wouldn't even know what his name was. Oh, really? Oh, there yeah. you go. Because Daniel always knows everyone's name. It's true. All right. Stephen Colbert played a character named Stephen Colbert before he left The Daily Show and went on to star on his own talk show as Stephen Colbert. He was born in Washington, D.C. on this day in 1964.
0: Such a great talent. I would say Mm -hmm. he is a comedic genius. Absolutely. And he started as in the Second City Touring Company in Chicago, understudying for Stephen Carell. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, or Steve Carell, he's I also, say. He's also super handsome. And he's
1: got one wonky ear. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Hmm, okay. Alan Ball won an Oscar for writing American Beauty before having even more success on television with shows like Six Feet Under and True Blood. He was born on this day in 1957 in Atlanta, Georgia. As famous for his colorful personality and hair as he is for his skills on the basketball court, Dennis Rodman had a brief run at film stardom in the film Double Team in the late 90s at the height of his notoriety. He was born on this day in 1961 in Trenton, New Jersey.
0: He also dated Madonna. Yep. And very famously talked about it in his book, and she was not happy about it at all. I'm going to try to mention everyone who dated Madonna when their when their birthdays come up on this podcast. <laughs> I'm sure I'll be saying that a lot. So It's
1: not as long a list as people would think, but yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, there's, there's L- a y- few of them out there. Always coming to the defense. No, I'm just saying,
1: you know, I want to make the joke like, oh, we'll be here till whenever, but you know, she hasn't gotten around quite that much. Okay, okay. Well, we'll see. We'll see. All right. Classic film fans will remember Zora Lampert for her brief appearances in the films Splendor in the Grass and Bye Bye Braverman, or more recently for her role in The Exorcist III. Born in New York City, she was born on this day
0: in 1937. She won a primetime Emmy Award, an outstanding guest actress in the drama series. You want a guest bill. 1975. I don't know this actually. No uh, family. I don't know. I'm gonna give you a hint. The catch. The famous catchphrase from this television series was, "Who loves you, baby?" Oh, what show is that? Okay, the lead is a Greek american or was a Greek American. Oh, is that Colombo? Uh, Kojak. Koj- Kojak. Yeah, I was, was gonna mixed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who loves you, baby?
1: I never watched Kojak because I was like, why am I going to watch my uncle on television? It always (laughs) blew my mind that people wanted to sit there and watch that. I'm like, I get this shit at home anyway.
0: Okay. Did you know that he always uh, sucked
1: on a lollipop because it was how he quit smoking?
0: Yeah, that's right. And do you remember yeah. the commercial he did for, I think, Sensim in Blue, where he was like, yes. this is the only commercial done by a bald man. Oh, yeah. The only yeah. shampoo commercial done by a bald man.
1: Yeah. No, Telly Savalas was great. Also an Oscar nominee. Oh, he was yeah. for what? Yeah. For the movie Birdman of Alcatraz. Uh-huh. There you go. Yeah. All right. and our last birthday celebrant today, Herbert Ross made no end of popular films, including The Sunshine Boys, The Goodbye Girl, California Sweet Footloose protocol, and steel magnolias. He was born in New York City on this day in 1927, and he died in October of 2001 at the age of 74.
0: He was the third witch in the touring company of Macbeth in 1942. Really? Yeah.
1: yeah. That's a very I, odd... <laughs> wow, that's a very odd factoid.
0: I was not expecting that. I gotta dig deep, and I gotta dig for a long time till I find wow. something like that. That's amazing. Of those... Of all his films, which is your favorite? Because he, he had huge hits there. Uh, He
1: did, although I can't say that there's any of his films that I've ever... Like, he's not one of my favorite directors. Um, okay. I don't know. Of the ones I've mentioned, I probably enjoyed The Sunshine Boys the most. He was also nominated for an Oscar for that movie, The Turning Point, which is also not a film. I'm a huge fan. Okay. I like Steel yeah. Magnolias. That's my pick. Steel Magnolias is a great film. That one's a classic. Yeah. It's also impressive that he uh, still had the, like, not the stamina, I shouldn't say that. It's also impressive that he still had that kind of power late in his career. A lot of the directors of his era, unfortunately, their careers didn't end as well as they uh, began. And he had that big a hit that late in his uh, career, which is great. And then his last film was the movie Boys on the Side with Drew Barrymore in 1995.
0: Oh, was that a good film? It's okay. It's charming. Okay, it's got some charm. Well, listen, I hope you find this podcast charming because that's the end of our list for today of famous people born on May 13th. All right. That was lovely to do that with you. Listen, (laughs) tune in tomorrow for more famous people, celebrities, and people of note born on this day on our podcast. See you then.